0: Hi there, I'm Jennifer, and welcome to another episode of Uncommon Knowledge. This week, I want to talk about something that's pretty fresh for me, but it's something that I realize I have had to do several times in my life. It's probably something that I'm always gonna be kind of on the radar and being paying attention to. The simple way of saying it is priority, not option. I have to look at my relationships, and I say this across the board, family, friends, romantic interests, anything, work colleagues, coworkers, and look at, am I treating that person or that relationship like a priority when they're treating it like an option? And then I have to decide what to do with that information. If you're treating somebody like a priority and they're treating you back like a priority, yay, win-win. It's great stuff. You guys are on the same page. You guys are setting the same kind of expectations and having expectations met equally. You're making each other feel the same level important as, as the other is making you feel. If you're both treating each other like options and you're both happy with that, Wonderful. Again, win-win situation. You're both approximating the level of interest, the, the response, the responsibility, um, the level of commitment, any of that, and you're both getting out of it what you're putting into it. If you have the imbalance of you treating somebody like a priority when they're treating you like an option, or the imbalance of them treating you like a priority when you're treating them as an option, that's when you've gotta look at in the situation and kinda of dig into what you're gonna do with that, and how you feel about it. There have been times that I have discovered that I have been treating somebody like an option who has been treating me like a priority. And when I discover that, I have to go back and look at, have I done something to lead this person on? Because maybe I have thought that I'm putting out the option vibes, right? I'm putting out entry level of commitment. Maybe it's um, acquaintanceship. Maybe I'm putting out the expectations for that, that this person's an acquaintance, a peripheral friend, if you will. And they have obviously invested more. And so I have to ask myself if have I have been clear in my intentions and my communication. If I haven't, then I need to go back and I need to reset those expectations. I need to find a way to communicate that. It's hard to tell somebody hey, you know, I think you're more interested in this than than I am. Or it's hard to make sure that you're not giving somebody false hope. The one that that is most recent on my mind is the fact that that there have been times in my life that I have found that I am making somebody a priority when they are, are making me an option in their life. And I've had this experience, um, as we all have, on on all kind of levels. My most recent example is somebody that is both romantic interest and friend. Um, We've known each other for a few years now and started out in the romantic space, but quickly discovered that we were just both off, like we were not at the same place to be able to actually pursue a relationship. But we could pursue a friendship. And so the last year and a half has really been uh, friendship-oriented in, in how we relate to each other. I have discovered, though, in the last uh, last year of that, I've really, when I really am honest and look back, that I have been making this individual a priority, and they have been making me, at best, an option. And what I want to share with you is what I did when I discovered that. When I had the realization that, that that's where things were at. I didn't have to go and have a conversation with this person. I had to have a conversation with myself and I had to be very honest with myself and at the same time, let myself know that it's okay to do what I was about to do. So let me back up though and tell you what the catalyst was for this. About four months ago, I sent this individual a text just kind of sharing a thought I had, just a nicety in some level, just, to share with this person something I was thinking about where it, when it came to us and meeting and knowing each other and just kind of the, the reflective nature I was in in that moment on the timing of things. It wasn't anything um, romantic. It wasn't suggesting a, a romantic relationship. It wasn't even really saying that I wish we hadn't met or that we, that we hadn't been friends or that there was, this person wasn't in my life. It was just kind of this commentary on the timing of things and just the uniqueness that it was and kind of my thoughts around that. 25 days went by and this person didn't even respond whatsoever. And I thought that was weird and it was actually hurtful. And I think it was the first time that I opened my eyes to the fact that there was a misalignment in our communication, in our prioritization of the other person, of our prioritization or importance factor of the relationship. I sat on it and I thought about it for the longest time because not only did they take 25 days to get back to me, they got back to me with crap. It was, it was it was just crap. I mean, honestly, it was hiding behind some space and just this proverbial, like, get out of jail free card, like, I wasn't put off by what you said. I'm just in a place right now. And it really actually struck a pretty serious chord with me because I wanted to say back, are you kidding me? We're all in a place right now. I mean, it's just a line of crap. I mean, utter nonsense and about as devaluing as you can get to tell somebody. Like, I'm just in a place. I couldn't be bothered because of what all I have going on. I couldn't bother to pick up the phone and text you back for 25 days. You know what, I get it. We all sometimes get into places where depression or just anxiety or work, I mean, just stress gets us to the point of wanting to disconnect. I have been guilty of that. I have had a day or a weekend where I have completely just disconnected from everybody but my kid. And I don't feel guilty about taking that time because within 48 hours is, you know, a reasonable. If somebody had texted me during that time with some emergency, I would have gotten back to him. But I've never gone, you know, that kind of time with responding to somebody who I care about, who I say I care about, who I say that I um, enjoy their company or, or, or their friendship. Um, I've never taken 25 days to write back to somebody when they've put something heartfelt out there. 25 days between communication might have happened with any number of my friends, More, you know, any number of the people I know that I communicate with. You know, sometimes we go a long time without communicating. One of my best friends from high school, I can go, you know, a long time without communicating with her and we just pick right back up. But if she reached out to me and sent me a text that had some kind of communication that was obvious that it was heartfelt or that it was or that she was sharing some kind of thought process related to me I'm not gonna go 25 days without writing her back I might write her back and be like hey I really appreciate you sharing that with me I'm sorry I'm not in a place I'm really still struggling with x y or z but I I appreciate you thank you for sharing that with me something like that right not to be that sappy you don't have to be that detailed either but I mean just a simple hey thanks for for saying that I, I appreciate it so my point is The fact that this individual not only waited 25 days, but then didn't even communicate anything of substance or value. And just in such a completely myopic way, like, I've just been in this place, so I haven't been... Never mind the fact that you've probably been in the place for 25 days wondering what the heck is going on. Or, hey, so sorry about that. It was really rude of me. I totally lost track of that. No, even then, I can't, I can't find that one okay. But have something of substance. Like, you took 25 days to get back to somebody, and you came back with something that's supposed to be special or significant about you, but it really is not. Because everybody is going through something. I don't even care if COVID is going on still or not. Everybody is dealing with something. So it just seemed flippant. That's really the word I've been looking for to describe. It's just very flippant, very casual, very optional. And in that lack of communication, both in time and in substance, I discovered my priorities were out of whack. I was treating this person like a priority and they were treating me like an option. So I decided I needed to readjust my priorities because As we know, we can't control others, we can only control ourselves, right? If I'm dissatisfied with that imbalance, I can control me and my option is to either continue to put out uh, in the priority space, continue to treat that person like a priority and continue to be disappointed or let down when it's not met or scale it back, scale back my connection, my interaction with this person and dial them back down to an option. And that's what I did. I didn't say anything in response to their message because, really, nothing I was going to say was going to be helpful. (laughs) Nothing I was going to say was going to be received, either. I could have told this person that their response was crappy and shallow and flippant and dismissive, but it would have absolutely gone unreceived. So I did what I thought was best and just didn't say anything, because what's that adage our parents always taught us? If you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. So I just waited it out. I just decided that I was not going to put in to that communication, that relationship, any any more than I when I was getting back. So about a month, a month and a half passed, and this individual reaches out to me again, sends me this random text message one night that's asking me if I still ever get angry with my ex. Now, for one, it's kind of a dumb question because who on this earth doesn't occasionally still get angry with their ex, especially if you have children with them? I mean, I'm telling you, there are times that I still get angry with my ex. In this particular situation, it was really just kind of a fishing text. This person was looking to see if I was going to placate their ego, if I was going to be their ego boost and write back and engage in a conversation with this person, because that's what this person needed then. It's probably safe to say that they sent that text to several people and we're just looking for who was going to respond. So for me, if I had been a priority and this communication had come in, I would have written back because then we could have had a really great little chat about, you know, the frustrations we face with our exes. And the ongoing challenges of having a have to continue a relationship with an individual post the dissolution of your relationship with them as far as like a marriage or, you know, a dating relationship. But you have children together, so you have to see each other and interact. You have to adult. So we could have had a great talk. But instead, I didn't say anything because I was pretty sure it was just a phishing text. And I was going to let somebody else respond. Somebody else be... The ego boost and i was going to go about the rest of my day and i did about a week later i got another text from this person with another question that seemed kind of superficial um the, the question was how was my neighborhood or the area of town that i live in responding to the lockdown well First of all, we haven't been on really truly lockdown for several months now, but also really you couldn't have asked like how I was doing. You had to ask how my area of town was doing. Like when I I have a pulse on that or I'm the spokesperson for my area of town. But again, it's just this superficial conversation starter. It's just looking to see if I will bite and if I'm still on the line. And that really is just that pull of the fishing line to see if I'm still around. And I wasn't gonna be around. Not for that. I didn't say anything for a while because I told myself I was gonna wait until I had something I was comfortable with saying. Something that just felt right with saying. A month after that text came in, I had toyed with kind of being snarky, right? did I want to send back exactly what this person said to me after waiting a month to, to respond to something I had said? And I thought, no, I'm not that childish. I'm a grown person. I'm not going to, you know, sink to such ridiculousness. So then I thought, okay, well, I also don't want to answer the question because it's just kind of a dumb question. And it's really not like something that this person didn't actually care what's going on. So, um, all right, well, I could totally be that goofy, snarky kind of girl and send the emoji of the person that's doing the, like, I don't know gesture. Because it's kind of non-committal. It's kind of really where I was feeling, right? I mean, very, like, eh. Like, I don't really know about this whole question. I'm not really sure I want to gauge it. It was just kind of very something I, it was just kind of something I could see myself Responding to a total stranger. If a total stranger had asked me and then the grocery store, I could see giving that little emoji mm, response. So I sent it. And within a few hours, this person actually texted me back and they asked if I had gone blonde or if I was just a big Rapunzel fan. Um, like, again, yeah, no context, no, no clue, no, no response that said, Hey, how have you been long time? No chat, no nothing. Just these random questions about if I've gone blonde. You know, after sitting on it for a while, I responded back with how I felt. And I just told them, I feel like you only reach out to me when it suits you in whatever place you're in. And that's not healthy for me. To continue to engage. It wasn't saying that I never wanted to hear from the person again. I wasn't even really criticizing them. It was just saying, hey, I feel this way when this is your behavior. And as a response to that, this is what I'm trying to do. I'm going to put some distance between me and things that are unhealthy. I think that that's justified. And I think that in life, we don't do that enough. We don't stand up for ourselves. or We don't put healthy boundaries in place. We have to evaluate. Like I said, so you get to this point with relationships and I have to do this Frequently, and again, across the spectrum, family, friends, co-workers, romantic relationships, and you have to evaluate and adjust accordingly. So I did, and I feel like that was well justified, and I don't feel bad for doing it. If I had, you know, said what I said, and their response had been, oh, I'm so sorry, that's never what my intentions were, and I can't believe, and there'd been any kind of substance in their response, It might have been um, something that I could say, okay, well, I'd be willing to give this a little bit more time to see. But their response was to just say, you're right, I'm not in a great place and I'll stop, which I don't really want that. I wasn't necessarily asking for that. I was just saying that I was going to be setting the expectation with myself that I was an option for this person. So I was going to make this person an option for me. And... I'm okay with that. If that's the choice that they want to make in response to me saying how I felt about something, I definitely see where I fall in a list of priorities in that individual's life. It actually was very um, confirming. It definitely confirmed where I fell on the priorities list in that person's life. And I'm okay with letting go of that. I'm okay with letting go of pursuing that relationship I'm okay with letting go of pursuing, even on a friendship level. I'm not saying that I wouldn't interact with this person or that I want nothing to do with this person. I try not to cut off completely too many relationships. I just like to properly set the expectations so that I know where my energy's going. I know who's gonna be the person I call if I get trapped under a rock and get one phone call because I have that much battery life left. I tell you, it's not going to be this person from this story, it's gonna be somebody else. <laughs> because I'm going to call and reach out to somebody who has made me a priority in their life um, so that I can know <laughs> that um, it's going to be met. And I'm gonna be, you know, uh, that when I need them, they're gonna they're gonna be there for me. Um, whether it's untrapped or under a rock or just having an emotional day or, or something. But I also, because I know that I'm going to be there for them, and I have the confidence to know that that's going to be reciprocated. So I'm not saying, again, that you should eliminate relationships. Just look at your relationships. If you are dissatisfied or if you feel like you're hurt or feeling guilty or anxious or, you know, just if you're not feeling good about a relationship in your life, like I said, friends, family, coworkers, Maybe look at if you are over Are you treating them like a priority when they are treating you like an option? And if that's the case, my suggestion would be that you adjust your behaviors and expectations back down to a level that is on the same page with that person that you were putting out there what you were getting back. Again, it's not closing it. It's not saying that you wouldn't ever be there. It's just saying that as, as long as this is what you're going to get, then this is what you're going to give. If that changes and the person, you know, has communication with you or you start to perceive that things are escalating a little bit more to a priority status, I'm not saying that you have to, like, put the kibosh on that. I'm just saying that if you find yourself in an imbalanced relationship and it is causing you emotional distress or mental distress or physical distress, any of it, God, all three – You owe it to yourself to evaluate that relationship and ask if it's healthy for you to continue putting in that level to that relationship, knowing that you are not getting it back. Anyway, that's what I have for you guys this week. Until next episode, be well.